This is an Equity Mates Media podcast. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com I will say this about investing. Everything you do learn is cumulative. What I learned at 20 is Welcome to another episode of Equity Mates, a podcast that follows our journey of investing. Whether you're an absolute beginner or approaching Warren Buffett status, our aim is to help break down your barriers from beginning to dividend. My name's Bryce, and as always, I'm joined by my equity buddy, Ren. How's it going? I'm very good, Bryce. Good to be back with you for another week. Yes, <laughs> yes. Content train keeps rolling. Uh, look, we're here for a new type of episode. I don't think we've ever done a country deep dive before. We've done plenty of industry deep dives, but today we're going to be doing a country deep dive. But yes. before we get into that Two pieces of really exciting news for us. The first is our book launch. Yes. Pretty exciting. Pretty exciting. Yes. 31st of August, Get Started Investing is the book that we've written. It's going to be launching uh, to much fanfare, we hope. Yes, hopefully. <laughs> uh, we've taken 150 experts that we've interviewed across the show, all the lessons that we've learned and distilled it down into a book that really encourages and gives people the confidence to get started investing. So if you know anyone who is looking to start their investing journey, if uh, if you yourself are looking to start your investing journey, or if you just want to reiterate some of the key reasons as to why investing is important, then Get Started Investing is the book for you. It's available for pre-order now, booktopia.com au head there you can check it out yeah. please support us if you can yeah we were hoping to do a big book launch but obviously these uh lockdowns have made that a little bit unlikely um but yeah it, w- it would be a massive help to equity mates uh and to bryce's literary ambitions if you could support us and get the book The second piece of housekeeping, Bryce, is that we are expanding, we are hiring. If you are a marketing guru or you know a marketing guru, Mm. um, hit us up, careers at equitymates.com. We want to get more people in the Equitymates community so we can hit bigger guests, so we can go overseas, we can do a... um, Hamish and Andy caravan of courage style so we can spend even more time together speaking to fund managers all over the world. But it only is possible if uh, someone other than Bryce and I comes in to help us market this thing because we're 
not great at it. (laughs) (laughs) Come on, come on. That's not true. But yes, we're looking for a growth marketing manager, full-time role here at Equity Mates HQ. So if you know anyone or you're interested, we would love to hear from you. Come and join the team. Help us grow this thing into a global brand. Speaking of global. Let's talk about uh, Country Date Dive. We have decided to start with Germany. And the reason for this episode was really, you know, every expert interview we play overrated, underrated. We ask about the ASX 200 and what is the most common answer? Underrated. No. (laughs) You're clearly not listening. No, overrated, um, bankers, miners, boring, opportunity overseas. Yeah. The Australian market is full of bankers and miners. That that's the most common thing you hear about. Maybe banks, not bankers. <laughs> true, true. Uh, and you know, if you look at the index, that is true. The ASX two hundred is thirty uh, percent financial services, biggest uh, weighting, and then twenty percent um, materials, which a lot of that is mining. So there's no doubt that the Australian market is full of banks and miners. So then we, we got to wondering what, what is it about other countries? Like what, what characterizes other stock markets around the world? And, you know, we often think of America and America, you really think tech. Um, but what about the other, how many countries are there these days? Like 260? These days heaps. Yeah. <laughs> so what about the other 214 countries? What, char- what characterises their stock markets? So we figured we would try this kind of episode, a country deep dive, where we look at a major stock market index for a country and see what's in there and see what we can learn. Yeah. It's, it's exciting as the world opens up or particularly our opportunities to invest overseas. So... Ren, we're going to kick off with Germany, home, as we will soon find out, to a number of very well-known companies around the world. Okay. Uh, And what, before, obviously we've done some prep for this episode, but before we were doing the prep, if I was to ask you uh, what what characterises the German stock market? What characterises? Yeah, in the same way that banks and miners characterise the Australian stock market. Oh, okay. What what would you have said? Automobiles. Yeah, same. Mm. Yeah. Where does that sit? Well, are we right? <laughs> well, we'll soon find out. <laughs> Very good at, uh, at uh, what's the word? Hanging off a cliff? Anyway. Cliffhangers, cliffhangers. It's not hanging off a cliff. Cliffhangers, cliffhangers. Okay. So the major index in Germany is the DAX 30. Yes. Do you know what that stands for? Yes. It's, um, I'm not going to be, I don't think I'll be able to pronounce it in German, but the Deutsche Eikindex. Not bad. Honestly, not bad. <laughs> or in other words, the German stock exchange. Well, it's the-, the, the DAX is the 30 major German blue chip companies trading on the Frankfurt stock exchange. There you go. But the European stock exchange is weird because um, they have like that extra and then there's like the European, yeah, but yeah, Frankfurt stock exchange. So pretty concentrated index, I guess. Yeah. Um, 30 stocks. Um, the Frankfurt Stock Exchange is the 12th largest stock exchange in the world by market cap, coming in above Australia, I would guess. Would you? Yeah. I would think you're right. I'm just going to quickly fact check you and <laughs> you're right. <laughs> no, no. Another interesting fact, Ren, it is one of the few major country indices that takes into account dividend yield. Yes. So for 
for context, the ASX 200, um, when you're measuring the return over time, it doesn't take into account the dividends that are paid. There's a separate index, the ASX 200 Accumulation Index. Yeah, total return uh, or something like that. Yeah, yeah. That, that calculates it, including dividends. Um, it appears that the DAX just takes into divi- it takes into account dividends. Yeah, total return. So that's um, that's good to know. So you spoke about weightings at the start, Ren. You asked the quiz question, what would we think is its character? What are the major sort of, I guess, characteristics or, yep. um, or and, and you said well we both said automobiles yeah so how did had that go well i can tell you that of the dax 30 automobiles is number two 12 percent of the index okay um we'll get into the companies in a sec uh, number one is chemicals right 17 percent. okay um then automobiles industrial 11 percent. insurance 11 percent. software nine percent Pharmaceuticals and healthcare, 8%. Financial services, 6%. Can you name a German chemical company? Yeah, BSFL. Nice. Never heard of it. No, damn it. It's BASF. <laughs> <laughs> I should have just gone with it. But no, the biggest in the world, well, biggest in Germany, I think the biggest in the world is Lin- Lindy. Lindy? Yeah, yeah, Linde? Yeah. I don't know. Probably like that, yeah. <laughs> um, but... I mean, my big takeaways from that are there is a lot more manufacturing in Mm. Germany than Mm. there is in Australia. Australia. Yeah. Yeah. Australia loves raw materials. We love fracking good farmland, drilling oil in the ocean and mining coal (laughs) and then sending it overseas. The the Germans like um, making making that stuff. And exporting. I remember uh, a few years ago... Uh, there was a big push around Industry 4.0 in Germany, and they they wanted to really be on the forefront of Internet of Things, advanced manufacturing, all, all of that stuff. They're a big export economy, which we'll get to, but they they want to be a manufacturing powerhouse of Europe. Yeah, interesting. Yeah. So, if you're looking for exposure to chemicals, automobiles, industrials, um, definitely worth having a look at the DAX 30. How has it performed? We've obviously seen markets significantly recover over in the States. Um, here in Australia, since the, the COVID drop as well, we've done pretty well to get back to a um, level playing field. The DAX, though, year to date, it's up only 11%. Yeah, European numbers are just always soft. And yeah. I always, like, I, I have some European investments because I'm always like, Europe's going Europe, to come. <laughs> At some point, Europe's going to come, but uh, it just it just pales in comparison to America. Yeah, so so eleven percent year to date. Uh, COVID, it fell thirty five percent, recovered seventy percent, so basically got back to square. But the past five years, up fifty percent. For context, the American S and P five hundred past five years. What do you think its number is? So Germany's fifty percent. The US S and P five hundred for the past five years, yeah. two fifty. 250%. <laughs> no, let me think about this. Let me think about this. I'm going to go, yeah, easily over 100%, I think. Well, exactly 100%. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. It's, uh, the US stock market's doubled. The German stock market has added 50%. What about the Australian ASX 200? Oh, it's kind of weak as well. Over the last five years, it's 70%. 33%. Oh, <laughs> oh Aussie, Aussie, Aussie. Oi, so, oi, oi. <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay, so Dax performing better than the ASX here. So in the third quarter of 2021, the Dax will be expanding from 30 companies to 40. Yes. Good to see. Sure. I don't know. <laughs> so, Ren, you've, you've mentioned the industry 4.0. So, let's take that as an opportunity to actually take a step back here and look at economy, the economy in Germany more broadly. So, do you want to, I guess, expand on that? So, if you ever listen to, you know, the news and they're talking about the EU, EU negotiations, anything like that, there are two big powerhouses in Europe, um, which is France and Germany. Um, Germany is a particularly large exporter and, as we've mentioned, trying really hard to be on the forefront of advanced manufacturing. So it's the largest national economy in Europe, 28% of the euro area per the IMF, but it's actually one of the largest exporters globally. You heard Trump uh, complain about America's trade deficit a lot. Mm -hmm. Germany actually has the largest trade surplus. Oh, there you go. Bigger than China, yeah. Go Germany. Yeah, so a big exporter a relative to its imports. Uh, top three exports. Cars. Cars, number one. Machinery, number two, related to cars. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and then chemical goods, number three. Bayer. Well, yeah, and Linda. Linda. And Industrial BASF. Stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This was an interesting stat that I found. Of the world's 2,000 largest public companies measured by revenue, 53 are headquartered in Germany. Nice. Where would that stand against America, I reckon? Don't ask me any <laughs> follow-up questions because I didn't do any more research. <laughs> but, I mean, the top, the top 10 are um, pretty well-known companies. Okay. Some that you may not actually know how well you know them. Okay. Uh, <laughs> a known unknown. Um, so Allianz. Yes, insurance. In, yeah. Uh, Daimler. No, don't know it. Mercedes-Benz. Oh, there you go. Yeah. At what? Parent company? Yeah. Oh, nice. Volkswagen. Cars. Siemens. Industrials. Yeah, like uh, machinery and stuff yeah. like that. Uh, BMW. Cars. <laughs> Deutsche Telekom. Telecom. <laughs> but the, there's a big company, massive, Bank. massive US company. Oh, um, uh, what's it, AT&T? No. Oh, don't know. T-Mobile. Oh, T-Mobile. Yeah. yeah. Owned by these guys. Uh, Bayer. Yeah, pharmaceuticals. Yeah, covered them before. BASF, which is chemicals we've talked about. Munich Re, massive insurance company. Uh, SAP. Yeah. The... Um, software. Yeah. And there's one other that isn't in that top 10 list, but I want to mention uh, Deutsche Post. Owns um, uh, DHL. Nailed it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. It's like Australia Post owning FedEx. Yeah. True. <laughs> <laughs> so some pretty big companies. Some pretty big companies. Yeah. 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 Here's a fun fact Germany is the world's top location for trade fairs, with two thirds <laughs> of the world's leading trade fairs taking place in Germany. Honestly, I am surprised by that. But um, now that I think about it, a lot of people in my team when I used to work at Woolworths would be jetting across, or suppliers particularly, would be always jetting across to Germany. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Well, I just, when I think trade fairs, I would have thought Vegas. 
True. Fair. Yeah. <laughs> but I guess um, that's probably not so – like the German, I think, would have a real beta B flavour about it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, Ren, before we take a look in a little bit more detail at some of the companies that make up the DAX 30, particularly the top 10, let's just take a quick break to hear from our sponsors. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. So, Ren, you mentioned some of the companies that make up um, in terms of revenue uh, headquartered in Germany. Uh, let's take a bit of a dive actually into the DAX 30. We'll look at it from a weighting point of view at the top 10 uh, because there are some notable companies missing if you're looking at it from a weighting point of view. Yeah. Now, before we get into the weightings, I want to put a call out. I want to use the platform that we've built at Equity Mates to put the index builders on notice. Okay. <laughs> Make it easier to find up-to-date weightings yeah. of your holdings. The the really you got to go through the ETF providers to just see what the holdings and their weight are all down the list. I don't want just top 10. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just give me the just publish it. <laughs> put a press release out, put it on your website. You publish fact sheets after fact sheets <laughs> after fact sheets. Paperwork. You'll put you'll put charts of uh, performance over time. Give me a list of holdings. And weightings. And weightings. Yeah. Yeah. You want the weightings. I want the weightings. Yeah. Yeah. Because the weightings I found were out of date. And if someone who works in the industry comes and tells me, just get a Bloomberg terminal, I don't want to hear it. <laughs> <laughs> well, we, where we use ticker for this one, right? No, ticker don't have index weightings. Oh, okay. So ticker were great for what the companies do, market caps. Like ticker is great for individual company stuff. Like, so I pulled a bunch of data about the companies from Ticker. Maybe they do have indexes and I couldn't find it, but that's a little gripe that I want to put on the record and I want S&P, other index builders <laughs> that I can't think of right now <laughs> to do better. And just a reminder, Ticker is uh, the data service that we use here at Equity Mates. T-I-K-R. It's pretty phenomenal. It gives you all the information you need, um, transcripts for earnings calls, you name it, it's all there. They've also just uh, launched a new screening capability as well. So head to ticker.com slash equity mates. That's going to give you exclusive access because it is in beta at the moment. T-I-K-R.com slash equity mates. But Ren, sorry, continue. So biggest company in Germany, what do you think it is? Biggest company in Germany. Well, we've said Linde a lot of times, so I'd have to go with that. Yeah, you'd be wrong. Oh, oh, yeah. you, wait. So, biggest company by market cap? Yeah, Volkswagen. No, it's third biggest. Oh wow, 
No, SAP. Yeah. Is it, do you call it SAP or do you call it SAP? I hate SAP. <laughs> but we we have bad experiences because yes. we worked at big companies yeah, and like it's an annoying thing to use. You yeah. book your leave through SAP and yeah, stuff like yeah, that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, God, they're ingrained in big organizations. I know. So, so they're an enterprise software company and by market cap uh, at time of recording, uh, mid-July, 22nd of July, is uh, the largest in, in Germany. Yeah, 170 billion USD market cap, which... It's big, don't get me wrong, but... It's not huge, it's, but it would be... Um, is it bigger than Commonwealth Bank? It would be the biggest... Uh, Commonwealth Bank's 176 at the time of recording. AUD or USD? AUD. So USD, it's... I'm just going to do some quick maths here. About 129, 128. So it's bigger. SAP? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, biggest company, enterprise software. Next biggest is Linde, uh, 147 billion. Now, both of these two companies are about 10% of the index, at least from the most recent data that I could (laughs) find, but don't get me started on that gripe again. Linda, so industrial gases, you you don't really think about it, but it's just used so much. Um, You know, they sell oxygen, nitrogen, argon, uh, carbon dioxide, hydrogen, helium. It basically sounds like the start of the periodic table. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, they, they also design and build processing plants that create these gases or, you know, synthesize these gases into other material. But, like, the use of these gases is pretty broad. Healthcare, petroleum, uh, refining, stuff like that, manufacturing, food and beverage carbonation. There you go. Yeah. Uh, you know, steel making, aerospace, electrics, chemicals, water treatment. We use a lot of chemicals in modern society and Linda is right at the forefront. Um, yeah, so Ren, it's actually not only one of the biggest on the index, but it's the largest industrial gas company by market share and revenue in the world. So um, pretty big company and that's why we like doing these deep dives. What is next on the list? Uh, next on the list is... In terms of market cap today, Volkswagen. Nice. Love it. Volkswagen has had a bit of a massive tear. Um, you're a big fan of Volkswagen. Mm. Do you want to give us the list of its brands? Absolutely. Volkswagen is the number one brand. <laughs> it's the parent brand. Okay. Okay. <laughs> then they do other uh, known brands such as Audi, Skoda, Lamborghini, Porsche, Bentley, Bugatti, Ducati. Um, Bugatti, Bugatti, yeah, <laughs> Bugatti uh, and Ducati, the motorbike brand. So, look, some pretty well-known, uh, I would say, luxury brands in there. Yeah, um, but also, yeah, Volkswagen, the biggest car manufacturer in the world, pumping out cars. There you go. Biggest in terms of cars produced. Yes, in terms of cars produced, largest manufacturer in the world. Obviously, Tesla. If you're looking at market cap, Tesla's sitting at somewhere around six hundred million, uh, six hundred billion. So, it's certainly not a market cap. All right, what else have we got? So next up is Siemens, uh, which is all about Industry 4.0, industrial automation, machines, Internet of Things. um, It's This one's popped up a fair few times when we've done uh, Watchlist Wednesdays and stuff on Siemens. Siemens has a spin-off business, Siemens Energy, which makes a lot of, I think, renewable energy... Generation. That's right. It was in the um, carbon capture conversations that we've been having. So, yeah, massive company. 
let's just rip through a few because yeah. then, then we get into some not so not so interesting ones. Oh, we actually forgot Merck. Merck. Big, yeah, pharmaceutical company. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. Bayer's obviously up there as well. But these aren't in the top 10. Um, no, Volkswagen Merck, and Merck. Merck is. In terms of market, market cap. cap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, Allianz is next uh, in terms of market cap. Deutsche Telekom, which is, you know, as we mentioned, is I guess like Germany's Telstra. Must be, yeah. But like ex- expanded, Around the world. expanded well overseas. <laughs> yeah. um, Has made good acquisitions. <laughs> uh, Allianz Insurance, Bayer, uh, Life Sciences, Pharma, Pharma Health, and then also they acquired Monsanto. Um, Adidas? Yes. I say Adidas. Really? Do you say Nike? I say Nike. Oh. Is, I don't know. What, what is it? Anyway, let's not get bogged <laughs> down in that. Adidas, Adidas. I've heard both. So um, for those who are very unaware, they're the athletic company, sports attire and bits and pieces. So Adidas, $70 billion market cap. What do you reckon Nike's market cap is? Uh, 98. No, more than that. <laughs> 250. Is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, do you know the story of Adidas and Puma? No. I think it's Puma. They were like founded by brothers. Oh, there you go. Yeah, and they like had massive rivalry. They were on like different sides of like some river in a small town in a German uh, German city that I'm not going to be able to tell you which one it is. But like, look it up. Adidas Puma rivalry. It's, Jeez. A, big, it's a it's a really interesting way story. to split a family. Yeah, I think they probably they must have started together and then split the business, but pretty successful family. Like yeah, that family can yeah. that family can make sports apparel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Anyway, back to the the DAX, BASF, which is a seventy billion dollar chemical maker. So they make like plastics, petrochemicals, stuff like that. Deutsche Post, uh, eighty three billion owner of DHL. Um, would love to see Australia Post. If Australia Post and Telstra could become the Deutsche Post and Deutsche Telekom. I would be cheering. uh, I would pay that. (laughs) (laughs) That is a useless comment from me. (laughs) And then uh, to round out the top 10, we've gone a little bit of a roundabout way, but uh, Daimler. Daimler? Daimler. Yeah, uh, which owns Mercedes-Benz and a few other there you go. Car company. So that reminder that top 10 was based on waiting. Um, as we've mentioned, there's Volkswagen and Merck, two uh, massive companies in terms of market cap that aren't in that top 10. Uh, see, this is- uh, Which just, is a bit confusing. No, this goes back to my gripe with- uh, Oh, you the, mean updated figures. The updated figures. Because yeah, the market yeah. cap stuff is up to date. I pulled that from Ticker yesterday. The weightings are of September 2020 because that's the most recent data I could okay, find. Okay, makes sense. So- yeah. They should be up there, you would imagine. So S&P, reach out. <laughs> nice. Well, um, no doubt that there's plenty of notable companies in there, Ren, and we have spoken about some on the show, Simons before, Siemens, uh, Bayer, obviously, and, of course, we've spoken about Volkswagen as well. So love to see it go Germany. So uh, there's a few other notable companies that I want to touch on outside the top 10, and then there's a few takeaways that, when I was thinking about this top 30. So we mentioned Volkswagen and BMW. BMW owner of obviously BMW, but also Mini and Rolls-Royce, which you both you think are both British brands. Mm. Yeah, mm. Merck, we mentioned Deutsche Bank, 
big investment bank, Delivery Hero, which is like, I guess, Europe's Uber Eats. Yeah. Uh, and then Continental. Continental, like the hotel. Tires. Tires. Oh, yeah, yeah true, yeah, true, yeah. true, 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 yeah. Mate, don't, aren't you the guy who keeps telling me to watch um, Drive to Survive? Drive to Survive, yeah. They don't use Continental tires. Surely they do. <laughs> I, reckon, I think they do, actually. There would be some, there would be some Continental tires floating around. <laughs> Maybe just piled up on the, um, on the turns. <laughs> <laughs> My biggest takeaway from this list, though, and obviously it's not a complete list, but not a lot of new economy companies. If you think about like the US index, it's dominated by companies that have been founded in the last 30 or 40 years or even less. Even than less, that. yeah. If you think about uh, Australia's index, it's pretty boring and there's not a lot of new economy companies in there. Like, but there are some, you know, starting you've, to got, come through. you've got like REA Group, you've got Seek, you've got car sales, you've got Afterpay. Mm, mm. Um, there's a few in there. Delivery Hero stood out to me as a company that wouldn't have existed, you know, when I was born. Yeah. Or when our parents were our age. Yeah. But, what about oh, SAP? It's been kicking a while. Yeah, I reckon it's been a while. Yeah. yeah. It, um, but a lot of these other companies are massive um, and have been around for a while. The next, the, the second takeaway for me was a lot of exporters. Yeah. So, you know, if Australia has a reputation of, uh, making lattes and selling houses to each other. Like a <laughs> Is that our reputation? I, I've heard it. <laughs> or if I haven't heard it, I've coined it. Either way, I'll take it. Sipping lattes and selling no, no, houses to each other. Making lattes and selling houses to each other. <laughs> you know, like we're a very internal-facing, consumption-driven economy. Germany, I think you can fairly say, is a, is a big exporter. Massive. Uh, yeah. Um, so you've got... You know, like Linda uh, with industrial gases and then BASF with like chemicals and plastics and stuff like that. SAP, exporting technology, Bayer and Merck, chemicals and pharmaceuticals, uh, Adidas, clothing, Volkswagen, Daimler, BMW, uh, cars. Like there's a lot of export driven mm. companies there. Mm. And what is well, what does that mean? I mean, first of all, they're, they've got it. I guess a bit of a diversity outside of they're not reliant on the German economy in some ways, you mm. know, like there's a diversification in their revenue streams. The the second thing is that they're they're truly like they're global mm. companies in their in their scale, I guess in their ambitions and you're not you're not thinking about, you know, like what the German mar- is it the Mark? Well, it's really just the euro, isn't it, at this point? Currency-wise. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, you're not just thinking about, like, what that's going to do for these companies. You're thinking about, you know, what's their customer base look like? Is it, you know, is it majority US? Is it China? Is it the UK? Um, is it Australia? Like, where are their customers? What are their currencies? How does that convert? Um, and then who are the international competitors for a lot of these companies? So for... Adidas, you're not thinking about German competitors, except for Puma. You're thinking of Nike and stuff like that. Mm, mm. And I guess another takeaway, Ren, that we've we've already mentioned is, I guess, how very different it is to the Aussie index. We're heavily weighted with financials, the biggest weighting at 30%. The DAX financial services is only 6%. And uh, here in Australia, materials, aka mining, is uh, 20% of the ASX 200, but it doesn't even feature in the DAX. Germany is a bit more of a value-added economy rather than 
let's dig it up and ship it out. Yeah. <laughs> and I think, you know, there's there's been a lot of talk in Australia about becoming better with advanced manufacturing and like Germany is a very different country to Australia. Like Australia is massively blessed with natural resources. Germany, not so much. Germany is, you know, like a, is reliant on, you know, natural gas from Russia and, you know, like uh, imports energy and all of that stuff. Um, but what it has managed to do is create a very strong economy by adding value rather than being reliant on raw commodities. Well, just on that, it's actually ranked the most innovative company in the world, according to the annual index, which is created in by a, Bloomberg. Innovative country. Sorry, did I say company? Yeah. <laughs> innovative country in the world. Um, according to the annual index created by Bloomberg. And some of the key inputs into that, uh, they met, they assess over 200 economies against seven metrics and things like uh, intensity of R&D, research and development, uh, patent activity, um, the level of tertiary efficiency in education, and to your point, Ren, manufacturing value add. So, uh, you know, manufacturing output levels contributing to GDP, um, level of productivity, and then obviously things around um, research and and high tech um, as well. So they've got it going, and subsequently find themselves at the top of the list for all that sort of stuff. I don't want to say that this is causative, but I like the fact that their leader is a scientist as well. Is she? Yeah, she's got a doctorate in quantum chemistry. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and. ScoMo from marketing. <laughs> I just, I, I obviously you don't need to be a PhD or you know a chemical engineer to to be a good leader, but I like it. It helps. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's say it doesn't hurt. <laughs> yeah. Now, before we just uh, close off with a quick convo around how we can invest in Germany. Do we want to touch on a re- any recent controversies on the DAX? Yeah, I figured we couldn't talk about Germany without talking about a company that was in the DAX, that was a darling of Germany. It was maybe a new economy company uh, that is so lacking from the German index. And then it all fell down. What happened? <laughs> Have you heard of Wirecard? No, was it? No, I'm thinking of a like an online publication, but it's not. That is it? No. Okay. Uh, so Wirecard was a massive German payments processor, financial services provider, uh, was in the DAX 30, was like a real story of entrepreneurial success, I guess you would say. Then it all fell down in 2020 after the company announced that 1.9 billion euros in cash was missing. 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 (laughs) Subsequently, the former CEO, COO, two board members and other executives have either been arrested or otherwise implicated in criminal proceedings. So obviously that's that's still all ongoing. But like, yeah, a few billion dollars, euro went missing. Just gone. I think it went – this is from memory, so this could be incorrect, but I think it went like via the Philippines and then it went – then it was gone. Wow. Yeah. So Wirecard, and I think we should shout out John Hampton, Australia's oh, yeah. uh, Australia's short, short seller. seller. Did um, they uncover it? Yeah, yeah. Wow. Too busy uncovering that to come on our show. But, <laughs> um, yeah, he uh, he was one of the ones, I think, 
um, talking about it. There you go. Well, yeah. there are there is value in short sellers yeah. when it comes to uh, exposing such criminal behaviour. Well, allegedly, allegedly, criminal. allegedly yeah. criminal behaviour. All right. So I guess the big question is, Ren. We've spoken about some of the very well known big companies in the DAX. There's no doubt. A lot of them are not only leaders within Germany, but leaders around the world. They're global companies providing plenty of opportunity to get uh, some exposure and investment in. But the question, if you're here in Australia, how can we actually do it? Yeah. It's tough. It is. So there's some brokers that allow you to invest in Germany. IG, uh, interactive brokers. I think Comsec over the phone. Mm-hmm. Perhaps eToro. Perhaps NabTrade. Yeah. Over the phone. So check with your broker, but the majority of them don't yet. We're campaigning here well, at Equity Mates. Whole don't, ep- don't. This whole episode is a not so subtle campaign. <laughs> yes. We want to put the pressure on. Yeah. Look out, <laughs> brokers. Uh, the heat will be coming from the Equity Mates community. Yeah. We don't want just US. We don't want just Australia. People we want who, Europe. People who doesn't, don't think there's opportunities in another part of the world, no. well, we're going to keep doing these country <laughs> deep dives and keep talking about those companies. Um, but look, there are, there are other ways outside of the broker space. So ETFs, there is nothing on the ASX that directly tracks the DAX 30. Mm -hmm. There are a few European ETFs that feature some of these companies though. So uh, iShares S&P Europe, ASX ticker IAU, Vanguard FTSE Europe shares, ASX ticker VEQ, ETF Securities, Euro Stocks, and that's stocks with a double X, uh, 50. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> ASX ticket, ESTX. Beta Shares Europe, Currency Hedged, ASX ticker, HEUR. So if you are interested in, I guess, more general European exposure, um, they are some of the options you can check out. Now, a lot of our brokerages these days also allow us to buy US shares in the same way that we buy Aussie shares. Mm-hmm. So I jumped over, not really over the pond, <laughs> over the vast sea, and I had a look in the US. Um, there's one US ETF that I could find that tracks the DAX 30 directly, mm-hmm. uh, Global X DAX Germany, NASDAQ ticker DAX. And then there's a few options in the US that focus on Germany more generally Three from iShares. iShares MSCI Germany, iShares Currency Hedged MSCI Germany. Note that's currency hedged into US dollars because it's listed on the US. And then iShares MSCI Germany small cap. So there's a few options in the ETF space, but for me, it's a fascinating country. It's Mm. a country that you, you talk, my big takeaway is you talk about those companies and they're sort of world leading in their fields, you know, you're, you're obsessed with Volkswagen, you wear Adidas all the time. Not true. You um, you have a stockpile of Linde gases. And <laughs> Heaps of pharmaceutical things. Yeah. <laughs> like they're big companies. DHL is obviously on a tear with everyone buying stuff online. Mm. T-Mobile is one of the biggest telcos over in the US. Allianz is a massive insurer. Munich Re is a big insurer. There's some massive German companies, but when we spoke about how much their index grew over the last five years, it's been half of the US. Mm. And I think that just shows how dominant the top of the US market has been. Mm. Apple, Apple, Microsoft, Amazon, Facebook, even like Netflix and stuff like that have just 
put everyone to shame, but also probably created an unrealistic idea of what we can expect yeah. for the rest of our investing lives. Yeah. Like we've lived through the golden moment of some of these. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So yeah. I think, <laughs> you know, and, and long may it continue and long may we benefit from it, but these companies aren't slouches. No. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, uh, if you've really, if you've enjoyed uh, the country deep dive, would like us to continue, would love to hear from you. If you want to send some ideas of other countries and other indices that you want us to have a look at, it would be great to hear from any equity mates who are over in Germany. Tell us what you think of the opportunities, any considerations that we may have missed. And we also hope that you're doing well this far away from the Aussie shores. Send us an email at contact at equitymates.com or don't forget to join the discussion in our Facebook discussion group. Also, just a reminder, if you want more of a back to basics of international investing or just need more podcasts in lockdown, we've just finished a three-part series on Get Started Investing All About Global. And uh, the girls over at You're In Good Company have just done a special on international investing as well. So search your podcast player for both those podcasts. Don't forget to order our book online. But as always, Ren, it's great to chat stocks and we'll be back next week. Sounds good. Should have looked up how to say that in German. <laughs> <laughs> Equity Mates Investing Podcast is a product of Equity Mates Media. All information in this podcast is for education and entertainment purposes only. It is not intended as a substitute for professional finance, legal, or tax advice. The hosts of Equity Mates Investing Podcast are not financial professionals and are not aware of your personal financial circumstances. Before making any financial decisions, you should read the product disclosure statement and, if necessary, consult a licensed financial professional. Do not take financial advice from a podcast. For more information, head to the disclaimer page on the Equitymates website where you can find ASIC resources and find a registered financial professional near you. In the spirit of reconciliation, Equitymates Media and the hosts of Equitymates Investing Podcast acknowledge the traditional custodians of country throughout Australia and their connections to land, sea and community. We pay our respects to their elders past and present and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 